This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We're here in the after show, uncensored, where people will swear a whole lot. But unfortunately for all of you, Andrew is a gentleman. He's not going to be swearing. I'm a Christian man. Yeah, but we are going to talk about the evils of these big tech companies, and I'll have some questions for you. Take a look at this story from Forbes. Facebook manipulated 689,003 users' emotions for science. For science. Long story short, they were sending positive and negative stories to people's feeds to see how it would affect them and affect what they would post. And that is evil. So, uh, um, Mr. CEO of Gab. Have you ever experimented on your users? This is things that we don't do, no. And, th- and this is something that Cheryl Sandberg, by the way, came out and did it. Like, yeah, we did this. Mm-hmm. And they, they paid, I don't think they paid any consequences for this, by the way. And wow. it's, this is, this stuff is still going on. Whether they admit it or not, this stuff is still going well, on. They run these type of experiments all the time. They have teams dedicated to this type well, of stuff. It's not only going on on this basic level of controlling emotions. It's on a higher level of controlling viewpoints. Now, I remember bringing up this article, I believe, last year when I was on the show and it was another Lukeism that had to be looked up and then we looked into it and they're like, yeah, okay, this is actually true because it sounds absolutely fucking crazy. But I've been talking about this for a number of years and this is what they publicly admitted to as they were doing multiple university studies uh, with big organizations that some people say were connected to the CIA doing these larger human experimentation on unsuspecting users that didn't submit to be puppets and to be lab rats a part of these larger experiments. So this is publicly available. Any one of us could have been a victim of this. I I think I was because I I, I remember being on on, on Facebook and just seeing gory, fucked up shit and Mm. like police officers killing people and people dying and I was ISIS videos and I was like, I I remember feeling so disturbed and perturbed by what I saw on on Facebook that it, it made me push away from the platform and not use it. I used to check it all the time, but then there was this one specific moment when they were saying they were doing this exercise that I remember seeing just the most awful things possible that did have an effect on me psychologically. So I wouldn't be surprised if I was one out of the, the many hundreds of thousands who were experimented on. They operate, the powerful elites, the billionaires, and I'm not saying there's a grand conspiracy of coordination, but they operate under the idea that if they can erase the idea of freedom from your mind, you will be happy. The, the uh, It's like what Harriet Tubman said. She said, I freed many slaves. I would have freed many more if only they knew they were well, slaves. You right? know, Yeonmi Park, who is a, a defector, North Korean, def- they called it a fucking defector. She left the country. She's an expat. She she fled the fucking country. She said she didn't know what love was. They don't, they don't, North Koreans don't un- understand the concept of love. They're not taught it. Crazy. But they're definitely not happy. I mean, maybe they think they are. Maybe happiness is just a chemical rush you get from a tiny bit of external stimuli. And if you're totally depraved, you know, a, a tiny piece, a crumb of bread will give you happiness. This crazy thing about language, just because, you, you know, mentioning her and not having an idea of what love was. There was a I explained this when I saw a, a person severely injured in a car accident. That there was a feeling I got that it's indescribable. There's no word for it in the English language. There may be a word in a different language. Sure. You, ever, you ever you ever stand on a really high point? And you have a, like a weird urge to jump, like to yeah, be close to the edge. There's a word for that. Vacuum. Yeah. There's a word for it. In, uh, there's a phrase for it in French, but there's no word for it. Yeah. There's like a specific word that represents, you know, wanting to jump from a high place. It's weird. 
It's weird. I don't know. Totally derailing what we were talking <laughs> I about. I like it. <laughs> talking about languages. What awesome. were we, we, we were talking about something. Well, Facebook. Oh, yeah. Defecting and fleeing the and country. Like and making people happy. And like, okay, so if they're going to, we're talking about, does this, this violate the Nuremberg Code? You know, the second principle of the Nuremberg Code is that it's being done for the, the betterment to yield fruitful results for the good of society. Now, that's that's questionable. Is Facebook's private data uh, aggregate? Like, they're not giving people the answers to this data. As far as I know, they're keeping that. How is that benefiting society? This is what I was basically saying. You know, if you look at a lot of what's happening with these big companies manipulating people, with the elites manipulating people, they're hoping that by purging your knowledge of these ideas, you can't complain about it. But if you don't know the word, if you can't represent that feeling, if you can't express that feeling, the feeling may as well not exist. And that, as you pointed out, doesn't doesn't work because you still get the urge. Maybe if you're at the top of the thing. I mean, Yummy Park wanted to leave the country. It wasn't like she. It works to a certain degree. You'll end up with a – so let's say in 100 years they get their way. People will know something is wrong. They'll feel that pain in their hearts, and eventually that will build up and then burst, and the system will collapse. What they want to do, it never works throughout history. The communists fuck it up every time. The fascists fucked it up. It doesn't work. You cannot centralize everything. It, it, it won't work. They keep trying to do it. I think you've got powerful interests like Bill Gates – who are sitting there going like, now that we have mass surveillance, we can finally pull off controlling the world and it won't work. Mass surveillance still won't do it because people are unruly. You know, look, we have, we have 10 chickens outside. We got five chickens at the other, at the other, other location. And you know what? They're chill. You want to go in there and you want to deal with chicken business and get their food. You get mad when they shit in their water, but there's only 10 of them. If there was 5,000, you would not be able to do it. They'd be like, oh, you'd be like, okay, I got to, you know, navigate this a different way. You wouldn't be able to just take oh, – or, yeah, or right. goats might be a better example. Yeah, like 400 goats yeah. just running around. You're like, how you, you need a dog. You need someone to help you corral this. And you know, the, the, these, these elites think they can lock the system down and create their homogenized global you know, one-world system. I do not believe they'll be able to pull it off the way they're doing it. I think they're going to burn everything to the ground because they're fucking idiots. I'm, I'm looking at this page. This is from makeuseof.com. I don't know if it's legit or not. They're talking about Facebook's social experiments that they've been doing. There's another one in 2011 where they experimented on into 29 million people where they basically were showing them ads with and without the your friend John quoted. Like, yeah. And they found that you're more likely to click on an ad if you see one of your friends that wow. had liked it. Right. So then they started. Oh, oh, dude. And, and I had friends being like, yo, I never liked that. Remember that? Yep. Yeah. I had a, I, I, people would post screenshots. And they'd be, and I remember I had someone, it said like, you know, John did this. And then I hit up my friend. They're like, dude, I, I didn't, I never liked that. It's fake. Wow. They're lying. Whoa. Yeah. Totally fucked up shit, dude. Wow. The list goes on. Man, it's like, we are, we are the resistance. Is that what it is? Is it, is it going to get worse? Is it no, gonna get resistance crazy? is good. Resistance is, they call it resistance training and, and muscle building. You need it to, to gain strength. Trees resist the wind and gravity constantly. And if they didn't have wind, they would fall over. No, no, no. Die. The resistance is good. Like we are rejecting the establishment, the lies, the manipulation, the attempts at control over our lives. But is it going to get worse? Are we going to, are we going to take, you know, the Republicans that will they take back the house and then everything gets better? Or is that just a, a, a pipe dream? Yeah. Even if they do, uh, if, if it's the wrong type of Republicans, it's just going to be the same song and dance with a different logo on it. We've right? a fucking house of cards. Yeah. Dude. The really? Republicans are going to win and they're going to go now, now it's time for unity in this and, country and civility. So we're going to sit on our fucking hands and watch and laugh as you burn. Right. And they, then we're going to sit there going like, why won't they do anything? They're not, they can't. 
They can't. 400 people can't do jack shit. They can command a military, but it's up to the military to no, do what they tell 400 them. 400 Democrats are burning this country to the ground. Right. But the Republicans just the- sit in their hands and go, Duh. Right. The difference between the left and the right is the left knows how to wield power when they have it. And they don't care about the Constitution. They don't care about what law they're breaking. They will deal with that later. Or they just- the Republicans are just the vassal political party to the Democrats. Yeah, just, uh, you know, the controlled opposition, just the illusion of uh, a, a different side to, to pacify, you know, the people that support the Republican Party. It's a really great point that Michael Malice brought up on the show once that the Democrats are saying we want to ban guns and the Republicans are, are just saying no, when the Republicans should be saying we should unban guns. Right. The true opposition to the Democratic Party is repeal the NFA. Instead, we get Republicans go, going, hey, don't ban that gun. And I'm like, yo, they already banned half of the guns. Right. What the fuck right. are you talking about? You're doing nothing. Right. So I don't know what, what, what the solution is in the long term, but I, I, I gotta be honest. So I think we're winning. We are. I, yeah. I do. I mean, especially how you guys have been able to just push through everything and no matter what they do, they can't knock you offline. Yeah, it makes that, me actually worried for your for your health and safety, to be honest. Uh, you know, I'm not afraid of that. I, again, the only thing I fear is God. So what will happen is is what will happen. I don't fear death. I, I want to live. I, I love my family. I love my kids. <laughs> I, I love my life, right? Um, but, you know, they're not going to use that as uh, an intimidation to me uh, to prevent me from doing what I'm doing. Obviously, I'm going to take as much precaution as I can. I'm going to, you know, watch my back. I'm going to take safety measures, etc. But I'm not going to live in fear. Um, you know, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. And they can't buy me out with money. They can't scare me. They're just going to have to deal with me some in some way. And, um, you know, it is what it is. That's why I like decentralizing um, services because if you have the keys, if you have, then they're going to come to you, the CIA or NSA or whatever. They're going to be like, give me the keys or else. And then you're like, no, and then that's it. But if you don't have any of that and you're just building it, and it, th- then they're more focused on that and what's being built and not the people that are working on it. Right. That's fucking mic drop. <laughs> you made a good point, Ian. Yeah. My, my yeah, it is. The you next know, question here, here, is how do you do that? Yeah, the, the the problem with decentralized user-generated content servers is that what you're going to end up with is a lot of illegal content and a lot of spam and a lot of bots and a lot of it just becomes chaos. If there's if there's there's always going to have to be some sort of central authority that is putting some sort of moderation factor in there, especially when it comes to human beings creating things and doing things. Uh, you know, when it comes to user generated content, um, I, I, I there has to be something. And I think the federated model is a, is a really decent model because it says, you know what, if you don't agree with the way Gab does things, well then you can go over here where they ban X, Y, and Z, and you're not going to see that stuff over here. So giving people choices is not necessarily a bad thing. And, you know, having more social networks, having more platforms where people have choices to, you know, go where people are that share their values and go with, you know, a business or a platform that has the rules that they think are are the best for what they want to have. Right. What do you think the future looks like? Well, the, the the big thing with these elites is they're pushing for transhumanism right now. That is what they're going all in on is they want to transcend human biology and they want to, you know, push the synchronicity one step further and they want to become God. And, you know, we've seen this happen in history. Actually, uh, in the Bible, we have the Tower of Babel and, um, you know, God put a stop to that. And I think he's going to put a stop to, to what they're trying to do right now. We, we cannot become gods. They they want to become the gods and, and really essentially whoever Whoever does it first becomes the God, right? And that's why they're all in a race to do this because whoever does it first, whoever ascends beyond the biology, which I don't think is possible because of the human soul. We can get into the theology of that. 
we don't have to, but, um, you know, whoever does that first in their minds, that's what, that's the next space race now is the transhumanism race becomes the God. And when they become the God, um, you know, the rest of us, they want to become sheep and that's why they're pushing the metaverse and stuff so that we're plugged in like, you know, zombies all day long and they're running the whole world and controlling us. That's their vision for the future. So I, I'm fighting against that future, by the but, way. But so where do you think we'll be in, you know, like three years? Oh, you think goodness. it's going to? I'd imagine be very similar to a certain degree, but I don't know, man. We've got three years. We've got the that'll, that'll be just after the 2024 election. Yeah, if, if you told me five years ago, uh, well, actually, I would probably would believe you, and that's why I started cab. If you told me five years ago that you know a sitting president would be banned from Twitter. Mm. Um, I don't think a lot of people would believe you. I think they'd call yeah. you a crackpot, right? Like, yeah, there's, there's no way you're get out of here. But you know, here we are, right? and lot, a lot about the reasons too. Right, right, right. Um, you know, I I was blessed with the vision to be able to see this stuff coming. I, I even I didn't anticipate how bad it would get, how fast. Um, you know, look at the last two years with the coronavirus stuff, right? Would anybody in their right mind, if we go back three years ago, say, well, guess what? We're all going to be walking around in masks. They're going to force vaccinations on us, or you're going to lose your job. We would have been. Here and be like, are you Dude. serious? This is America. We don't do that stuff here, you know? And here we are. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. December 2019, we were getting ready to set this show up. We were buying furniture. Everybody was laughing and drinking and high fives. The economy was booming. Gas was under two bucks. That world is gone. It's gone. It's gone Joe forever. Biden took a shit all over everything. I think it was planned, though. I think they're using him as a as a pariah, yeah. like the yep. military. I don't know what it is, but they I, can throw all of their all the problems they want to make. They can throw onto this old decrepit man who's too stupid to realize. And Joe and 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 uh, Joe is standing there with Obama. Obama goes, "You don't got to do this, Joe," because he's their sacrificial lamb. It's not even their problems; it's their agenda. They're using him to push through the most unpopular agenda, the things that people don't want. They're going to rush through and implement all under the disguise of he's just old. He's not paying attention. No, they are paying attention. They know exactly what they're doing, and they're fooling a lot of people. Yeah, one of the things that I think about, especially as a father, I have a, a two-and-a-half-year-old daughter, and I, it, it breaks my heart that she is not going to know a world without these masks and without mm -hmm. these vaccines and without the coronavirus. She's not going to know what life was like before that stuff all came because, you know, two and a half years, right? I think yeah. she was six months old when this all started. So it breaks my heart when I see that. And, and I think about our children and how psychologically damaged all of this has made them. And and what what is the, the result of that 10, 20 years from now? What is that generation going well, to be like? Autistic. Fediverse. <laughs> Potentially. No, I, I don't mean it's a joke. In. I mean, literally, they're going to... Afraid gonna, of they're, faces. They're going to be... Exactly. They're not going to understand facial expressions. Plug it right? into a machine instead. Because yep. you yep. could talk... You could video chat with people face-to-face. -face. Right. They're not going to understand social cues, social norms. There will mm -hmm. be none of that, and they'll be very... They will be very robotic. That's, right. the, that's my worst case thought of what... Well, the worst case is they all go psychotic and eat each other, but... That's like a bad case scenario. <laughs> they might come out of it and be like, hey, we went other. through it. We know how horrible it was, and we're never going to put humanity through that again unnecessarily. You know, I saw a crazy video of uh, a deer that had a brain worm, and it looked like a zombie, and it was running in circles. It was on Reddit. It went viral. And people were talking about something called chronic wasting disease or whatever, yeah. which was like it's a prion disease where deers become like zombies. Mm -hmm. And if they like, they, they could transmit the prion disease to someone else and make the other deer zombies. 
totally unrelated, but you know, you're mentioning. Is it though? <laughs> is it, is it totally unrelated? <laughs> That's what I thought about it. You're like talking about people becoming zombified and then infecting other people. So we made the joke the other day that like, we should do a sketch about a zombie apocalypse mm. and the zombies are walking around and they're just like basically NPCs. And then you can get turned into a zombie, not by being bitten, but by them, you know, like Rachel Maddow yelling at you. And you're like, eh, and then all of a sudden you turn into one. You're like, uh, Russia. Like, right. oh, no, they got him. But that's what's going on. They, you know, they're, they're especially, you know, the, the older generation, they get home from work or they, in many cases, they sit all day in front of the TV watching CNN. And that is all they know about the world. That's very that's sad. That's my friend's dad. I went and visited him over the holidays and, uh, like... I didn't talk to him a whole lot, but he was telling me that his dad just watches CNN, so he believes all of this crazy bullshit. And then I started talking, and I was talking about like a, like how Biden was, you know, plumb bullshit with Ukraine, and I, and I was like, I can name every name. I've done all the research. My Kolozlachevsky, Victor Shokin, blah blah blah. And his, his, you know, my friend's dad was just like, Oh, I didn't know any of that stuff. I haven't heard that. It's like, Well, yeah, you watch CNN. What do you, right. what, do you think they're informing you? And my grandpa's like this. You know, one one of my grandpas is he watches you know CNN, and uh, he's he's an old school you know working class blue collar Democrat, and he still thinks the Democrats represent the working class man. Right? He's like. Old school them, right? And when we actually sit down and we set aside the partisanship and we have a human conversation as human beings, what we find out is that we actually agree with each other on a lot of this stuff. And it, it, that, that that goes back to what I was talking about on the show before. It's like they want us batting, you know, heads with our, our family members. They want us. They want me to hate my grandfather because he has a different political opinion than me on something, mm-hmm. right? And that's not right. That's so what they I want us. I, I want. I want to pull this video up. It's from Flowbots. It's called Handlebars. And I, someone, I, f- I forgot why I started watching this. Someone sent it to me. And it's, uh, you guys, you, you, most, most of you listening probably heard the song. I can ride a bike with no handlebars. It's actually a really, really good song. It starts off as like this really friendly, like I can ride a bike with no handlebars and I can rap and I can sing. And then the other guy is like, I can see how the world works and I can grow and then I can rule the, I can rule a nation with a microphone. I bring this up because it's from 2008 and at the, in the music video from 2009, it ends with one guy being a brutal dictator who's murdering civilians, and the bad guys all have the Black Lives Matter fist on their shields. This is interesting because it's not really the Black Lives Matter fist. It's the communist fist. Mm. There you can see it, the communist fist on their shields. It's even got the same you know line going through it as the guns fire the killing MP5s civilians. MP5s. So what's interesting is that Flowbots, this group, which are like particularly lefty, back then were made a video saying communism is bad hmm. and that symbol is a symbol of communism and fascism right Mussolini no, no. didn't Mussolini use no, it no they used the fascists the, oh. the fascists I think oh, it was yeah, yeah that's right Holding so the, the so it's the roman salute or the red salute this is the red salute the left in the united states back then criticizing the government showed the government as communists being bad today they fly this symbol marching down the street someone posted on reddit this song was so prophetic even though the symbol's on the wrong side and the color's wrong. And it's like, bro, that is the machine, the government, the corporations doing exactly what it was predicted they would do. But you got to be a special kind of insane to be, you know, 14 years later, not realizing that what they showed you is coming to pass. Do you think that the people that were running, I wonder if Stalin was running the Soviet Union or if there were corporations doing it. Then they got to a point where they were like, we're sustainable down. We don't need the Soviet Union anymore. Break it up. They were the corporation, right? An organization is an organization. I don't care if you call yourself the state or you call yourself a business. With the Soviet Union, it was an organization. It was the party. There was the president. There was his his, his cabinet, whatever. Big corporations just have different barriers, if any. Sim- similar structures, authoritarian can do what they want. 
And depending on how big they are, they have paramilitary groups that, you know, carry out their, their bidding. For the most part, they're not like, they don't have militaries though, but they will, they will contract out to big security firms. Yeah, they have killers. They don't have militaries. They have killers. Um, some of them do. I mean, some of them have big security branches and stuff like that. I, I th- there were a bunch of oligarchs involved with the takedown of the Soviet Union. I don't, the story is very convoluted. It's very interesting. I've watched a little bit about it, but it was a story lot of, of behind the scenes. Amazing. After the fall of the Soviet Union, the oligarchs, they would like walk into buildings and they'd be like, it's my building now. Yeah. Were they corporation, corporate ownership? They were oligarchs. So they were like businessmen. So this is what I was told by my Ukrainian friend. After the fall of the Soviet Union, this one guy who was like, it was, it was big in the news. She was like, oh, so here's how this guy got power. After the Soviet Union collapsed, he walked into factories with a couple of his friends with guns and they told all the guys working, keep working. We'll get your supplies. We're in charge and we own this building now. And the workers went, okay. This is crazy. I was actually thinking about this on the drive here. I was looking at all the farmland and I was thinking about how everybody's freaking out because Bill Gates is buying up all the farmland. I was like, you know what? If you had, you know, a band full of guys with some guns when the regime collapses, Guess what? This farm is now ours. Yeah. <laughs> you think well, Bill, because a piece of paper says Bill Gates owns this, do you think yeah. he's going to defend I, all those that's farms? That's what they call du jour ownership and de facto ownership. Right, yep. right. Du jour is by law. De facto is who's really running it. Correct. Yep. And I, I've, thought, I've, I've thought about this exact same thing. You know, so I, I've often said I don't want to have U.S. dollars. So, I, you know, I'll buy crypto. I'll invest in stuff. And the last thing I want is to be invested in the United States, to be completely honest, because I'm not, I'm not confident in what's going on. Not, not that I think we're, we're losing. I just think the U.S. dollar is in trouble. And so I'm thinking of property and I've got property in some, in some places. And I'm just like, yo, if shit really hit the fan, I don't own that house. It doesn't matter what anyone says. It doesn't matter what the bank says or what the state says or what I say. The dude who's got the gun and lives there is going to be like, I don't know who the fuck you are. I don't care. It's my house. What am I going to do? Get a bunch of armed guys to go take it back? I guess. But then you could do that with any house, couldn't you? Right. The only thing you have on your side is the, is the moral clarity. Well, it is my house and therefore I decree. I guess. Ownership is a, is a tricky thing when shit is the fan, man. Yeah. People are going to be hungry. I mean, that's been the, since the ancient, since the kings of like the Middle Ages, they'd be like, I want that land. Uh, okay, go fabricate a claim on it for me. And then he goes and he, his buddy, his, his chancellor like pulls a bunch of strings and now all of a sudden there's some loophole that he's like, yeah, my, my great, great grandfather was a duke in that city. So now I have the right to it. So he has du jour claim on it. Now he has a legal authority to it. Then he fucking takes it. And if no one can take it back, then he has de facto control of it. Yep. Yeah, uh, that's man. been historical precedent forever. Using the law to to get you in, and I don't know, man. That's what civil civil civilization is is supposedly protecting your legal authority to a piece of property. But that's so that's what happened in the Soviet Union, and so all of a sudden this guy's a billionaire now. He's a billionaire because him and his friends took guns, went in, and said, "We're going to make sure you get the things you need to make the factory keep running. We're in charge. We're your boss." The workers didn't give a shit. They were like, "We don't care. We don't care who the boss is. Just tell us what to do. This is what we do. We want food." They say, "We'll get you food. We'll get you supplies." They went to all the different factories, took them over, and then there it was. That's Handed out guns to some of the guys and says, you answered to me. And they said, you got a boss. Same with the fall of Rome. The barbarians came in from the north, and eventually one barbarian king took control of Rome. And now it's like a barbarian country. But no one gave a fuck. They just kept living their lives. The farmers did nothing. But the entire top-level administration was eradicated and changed. Now it's a bunch of barbarians. Well, you know, that's what the Romans called them. And I think we're going to... You see a it's possible authoritative collapse and restructure. Well, look, look, look. California announced they want to double their taxes, right? So they can implement universal health care. People are going to flee. Rich Absolutely. people are going to flee. And there's a lot of rich people in, in Southern California and Silicon Valley. 
all the billionaires of Silicon Valley are going to get the fuck out of that place. They're already leaving. They're going to yeah. Miami. Yeah. Yep. Texas. Yep. Texas, Texas Miami, Miami, Austin, Miami. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. going to be – this is the balkanization stuff, right? I and mean, we're seeing a mass migration happen within our own country uh, you know, to to the states that offer the most freedom, and, and that, that is not going to change. People want to be free, and they're going to go to places where they have the most freedom, and we're seeing that happen in real time right now. You know what it means for me to be free? It means that I can go outside. I don't have to wear a mask. I can walk around in a circle. I can look at the chickens. I can plant some food. I can mind my own fucking business. And no sniper's going to hit you from next store. I'm next not going to. A, a cop's not going to pull up and be like, "Where's your mask?" No, you're not going to freeze to death. You're not in Antarctica. Like you're free to go walk around in Antarctica, but you're not going to live for very long. So like, well, we've no, got a, freedom, authoritative freedom in the United States, where the the law says if you ob- obey us to this level, then you can do whatever you want no, in that Ian, level. You're a city dweller. Oh, okay. You mean like, like Out wilderness here? freedom? Yo, out here? I don't know. They got drones, man. Now they do. Now they got yeah, drones. No, look, satellite observation out where we are right now, mandates are meaningless. When they do outdoor mask mandates, there was, there, there was an outdoor mask mandate in Maryland. There was a total mask mandate. When we moved here, no one here abides by it because it takes human beings to enforce laws. That's why it's stupid when Joe Biden's like, if you want to go up against us, you need nukes. Nuclear weapon's not going to occupy a street corner, you fucking idiot. And it's not going to change the law or change anybody's minds. That's up to no, the but, humans. No, but look, soldiers, police officers can stand in a street corner and they can go to your house and they can fuck you over. But when you move out to less densely populated areas, there's no one here. Pros and cons. The cons, crazy crackpots might show up. The pros, I got a bunch of fucking guns. Rural life for the win. And, yeah, and absolutely. you know, what, what we saw during the pandemic is like in Pennsylvania, you know, I'm in, I'm in rural PA. We saw homes exploding in value because people were leaving the city and moving to rural areas. Because guess what? Now we're working remote. Well, am I going to live in smelly New York City with all these restrictions where I can't even walk into a, a coffee shop without a mask? Or am I going to live out in beautiful nature and work from home in my basement, which is what I do? You know what it is? Do you know the story about how dogs got domesticated? Mm-hmm. So this may be Mushrooms. untrue. That's my theory. But the, 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 the modern theory, which may have changed, is that Human tribes would leave refuse behind, and wolves would then scavenge the refuse after the human tribe would move. Over a very long period of time, some wolves were less scared of the humans. And so when the humans would walk past, some wolves would run, but some would stay. The wolves that would stay were described as having a lower flight time. That's what they call it. The flight time is the amount, is the distance a human can get to an animal before it leaves. Mm. That pressure meant that the wolves more likely to tolerate the human uh, were, were more likely to eat. More likely to survive, more likely to have puppies. Right. The humans who started tolerating the wolves also were more likely to survive because wolf urine was keeping predators away. Mm. No, no animal attacks, no animals accidentally stumbling, in, stumbling into a camp. Over time, this created a pressure where dog, where the wolves were walking around the camp and the humans were totally fine with it because the humans that had wolves around were more likely to survive and have babies. So there was a natural selection pressure for both to, you know, dogs are man's best friend. However, The humans wouldn't tolerate aggressive wolves, so they were chased off and they wouldn't survive, ultimately creating what was the proto-dog. Domesticated dog, yeah. The first domesticated wolves that were more dog-like, but ultimately what happened was the domestication process meant that uh, wolves became permanent puppies. Wolves as puppies are playful like dogs. When they grow up, they become aggressive and dominant, and they want, they want, they're, they're, they're masculine, they're powerful, like, urgh. Dogs remain children who love you always like the puppies were. The domestication process took away adulthood from dogs. 
What we're seeing now in cities of humans. Wow. It's the same thing happening to humans. <laughs> yeah. They can't get jobs. They don't know how to eat. They're, they're infantile. They're, Harry Potter, Voldemort, yep. yay. Yep. Soy mouth, soy boys, right. low T. They are permanent children. Permanent. Yep. So we are wolves. Wow. They are proto dogs or dogs. And I don't mean that to insult them as dogs. I'm saying they're at the point where they're acting like permanent children. We who assume risks are more like the the, the, the wolves. Right. If this continues in a hundred years, everyone's going to be a soy mouth, soy boy. Well, you guy. saw what happened historically. The dogs are the ones that survived. The wolves are almost driven to extinction. So yep. we got to keep that in mind. So I, just I, I have I have a, a sci-fi movie idea that based off based off of that principle, where it's an alien invasion happens on Earth and the aliens come peacefully bearing gifts. But aliens have rules, and the aliens who give the gifts of technology and long life don't want to be around humans who don't abide by their rules. So then it's a 100 years later. The humans that all live with the aliens desperately love them. They wear these ridiculous unitard suits, and they're about five feet tall. They have jetpacks and, like, advanced weaponry and things like that. But they desperately feel love for those aliens because of the selection pressure. And then there are roving bands of, of normal humans— like today, that use rudimentary weapons. And so, like, my, that, my idea for the short film is a band of humans, like three or four, uh, you know, guy and some women or a couple guys, they go to raid a chicken coop because they're hungry and they need food. And then a five-foot-tall little, you know, domesticated human runs out to defend the property for the aliens and launches in the air with advanced alien technology and is shooting stuff at them. And then the regular humans who resisted this are shooting with bullets. I think that's a good premise for an entire culture of movies. That's a great a idea universe. to have, yeah, people that are in with the aliens and people that aren't. And they're pathetic. And they're like, I just love them so much. When it comes to dogs, this crossed my mind a couple nights ago. I think that humans, I like the stoned ape theory where humans were like monkeys that came to, or apes that came together. They started eating psilocybin and inbreeding <laughs> until they became, or hominids, um, or LS, like ergot or whatever. I think that dogs, they fed those to the dogs too. The dog, they're like, well, no, that's, that's meat and grain. They fed him meat and grain. I'm like, yeah, yeah humans are crazy. Up. Yeah, it just came into my mind. I was yeah, like, see, see, I'm actually I talking think that's about why reading. they're like with you and they have personality. No, it's because uh, wolves are pack animals. And the reason why they humans and wolves work in that capacity is because of social uh, functions that independently emerged in, between both groups. So, for instance, wolves, you can see the white of their eyes. Dogs, you can see the white of their eyes. Because in when you're hunting in a pack, you can see where someone's looking. Dogs are the only animals that understand what pointing means. Dogs are also the only animals that first look at the left side of the human face, and they're first. That's one of they're one of only three species: rhesus monkeys, humans, and dogs. Look at the left side of the face first when they look at someone. You know, it's funny. That's where the strongest emotion shows. I know a lot of people who listen to the show don't like this point, but we've done so much to try and piece together things. Uh, to, to look at the universe and then try and do the math to understand it. And everything I'm saying is based off of the readings, based on readings, based on analyses. And then we get to this point where everyone starts believing in simulation theory, which is pushing everyone back towards the, the idea of just pure creation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That there was no evolution. There was no, it was literally just, we believe. Have you, have you ever, uh, have any of you guys heard of the, heard of the show Big O? Mm-hmm. No. Uh-uh. It's an anime. And I, I could be getting this wrong, but my, my understanding is that they all live in a computer simulation that was created and all of their memories of everything before it 
everything they believe is their history is just manufactured as part of the simulation. Is this in Paradigm City? Is that I, where I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I've never actually seen the show. Yeah. I just, I'm a ready. fictional city state called the Big, uh, Paradigm City. That, that might be. I system. could be wrong. It's like giant robots fighting. In math, there's a thing called the Big O notation. Are you familiar with that? No. I just, it? I don't know. I just looked it up and saw it for the first Probably time. Probably has nothing to do with it. <laughs> Mathematical notation that describes the limiting behavior of a function when the argument tends towards a particular value or infinity. So if you're obsessed with an idea, there's a limiting effect to that obsession. Maybe that's kind of what it's, what it's saying. You know, man, I wish we had all the answers, but I certainly don't. I think they're there. I don't there. think you do either, you Ian, only because need... you made up the dog mushroom thing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think the answers yes. are there. You only need to put your body in a form where no. it's able to understand it. That's what Tesla used to say, that he'd receive I'm... the information. Look, guys, I'm going to say something that I'm going to announce to the audience. You know, I've had this profound realization that there only is, there's only one true, uh, there's only one truth. Oh, yeah. There's only one light. There's only one source of, of salvation, and it is Dr. Jesus Anthony Christ. Fauci. Yeah. <laughs> that was good, though. Next <laughs> was good. I was waiting. I was patiently waiting. I was patiently waiting. Dr. Anthony Fauci. Yeah. Look at that bobblehead. He has his own bobblehead on his own desk. He's our, our only path. I want to see what that glasses is. All right, man. Uh, Andrew, thanks for hanging out. It's been a blast. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah. Uh, and for everyone who's a member, thanks for supporting all of our work, and we'll see you all next time. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.